The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird! It's a plane! Their mission, to fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve all mankind. I can't get over this. So the only thing left to say, of course, is the one obvious thing. Excelsior! Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Do you have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. Hey, hey, happy Tuesday, everybody. You're watching Splash Pages. My name is Leo. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard here. And uh, we got an awesome show scheduled for you today. We're going to be just switching things up a little bit. It's not going to be a reg- regular Splash Pages. Uh, we're going to, you know, just shake it up, shake it up, you know. Shake so up, we're going right? to have an irregular splash pages tonight, is what you're saying, Leo? Yeah, but hopefully be, it becomes more regular. Uh, irregular you know? yet regular. Yeah, we're going to feed it to Metamucil. Ah, okay. It's very, <laughs> clen- very cleansing. Indeed, indeed. How you doing, my friend? Glad to hear it. I'm, I, I'm, I'm glad to be here, of course, here on Tuesday night on the great show Splash Pages. We're we're like the best thing east of Bikini Bottom. I mean, everyone knows it. Wow. You know what could be even better is if I can figure out how to record Drew as he's... Uh... Uh, yes, indeed. And this is when the lip sync is actually accurate. So, hello there, everyone. Yes, 
One day, Leo is not going to tell me, and I'm going to literally quote our entire intro with all my celebrity impressions, because I've watched it that much to the point where I have so much to say about everybody. What I'm going to do it's is I'm scary. going to stop the video and have the camera on you like mid intro. I think I think I'll do it. <laughs> like, just maybe if you do it right around the Lou Ferrigno part, you know, I feel like that is when I just really get into it because it's like, you know, hello, this is Brian Johnson and you've probably stumbled onto this and thinking it's porn, but it's not. You are indeed watching the dorkening, you know. Uh, yeah, especially it'd be funny if I do any of the female parts because it's very simple. But whatever, this isn't about me. Hi guys, welcome to Smash Pages. We're award-winning. Watch us. Woo! Woo! -woo. Uh, hey, and uh, we have very, very special guest, the most awesome Tim Jones. How's it going, my friend? Hi guys, thanks for having me on. You're very welcome. Uh, you're always so welcome. Uh, uh, I felt yes. those. You know, you slide down in your seat and you can't really realize how much your underwear slides right up the crack of your ass. All righty. I'll be all right. There you Every go. So, so, Tim, for those watching or listening, where, where uh, you know, where are you from and uh, why are you here? Uh Okay, I'll, I'll answer the first one. Um, <laughs> I am from uh, Smithville, Rhode Island. Um, I'm originally from Massachusetts, but I uh, I live in Smithville. I've been here, Rhode Island, for, oh, I don't know, 30-something years. So, um, And uh, so that's where I reside right now. Um, and I'm here visiting all all you guys, talking to you crazy cats. Oh, yeah. And uh, you run a little thing called uh, Sour Grapes Comics? Yeah, I have a comic strip called Sour Grapes. Um, Self-syndicated uh, across the country. Um, and, uh, you know. Where across the country, Tim? Tell us. We're all so riveted. <laughs> Well, it is, uh, let's see, um, a lot of papers in Rhode Island. Okay. Um, Mass papers in Massachusetts. Um, let me think for a minute now. Massachusetts, let's see, uh, Georgia, um, Texas, New Mexico, and California. Awesome. So kind of a plethora all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, I've been very lucky. And uh, hi, Jeremy. Um, uh, I've been very lucky to, to uh, be still getting into papers. It's in 33 right now. That's um, awesome. That's awesome. Thank you. And, um, you know, with, with everything that's going on with, with COVID and all that stuff, I've been very lucky to just keep getting into newspapers and that. So, um, mm -hmm. um, and when, when COVID was at its height, um, I was even luckier not to lose any newspapers. They they were still publishing and um, and that. Um, so uh, things have been things have been good. So awesome. So what is it about sour grapes that you think that people are attracted to? What is the concept? And uh, like, who are you try trying to reach with this? Um, 
everybody's got problems, especially me. Mm -hmm. And um, so I, Aesop, who's the main character, is a miserable flying dog. And okay. um, he just is surrounded by his, these these friends of his that have these problematic days and, and, and problems and um, troubles and worries and complaints and stuff. And he, he seems to be the, um, the recipient and um, uh, to all these things. So, um, you know, I, it's kind of a, a, a weird angle uh, that I've come up with um, over the years to, to point out um, that everybody has these, um, this thing called problems in their lives, these bad days, these um, um, sour grapes. Just, exactly. That sour grapes. That's exactly right. Um, so um, mm -hmm. I decided just to uh, poke fun at it, poke fun at it. And uh, so far, so good, you know. Um, nice. And Aesop's a... And it's so... Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Okay. No, 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 no. Finish your thought, Tim. You know, you're, 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 you're it's, it's, this is your beat, so explain it to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I normally can't finish my thoughts, so yeah, let's see what I can do. No, I... Um, okay. Um, Aesop is a, uh, uh, become a, uh, a popular character. And um, he, he kind of embodies the whole idea of, of sour grapes and, um, and, and what sour grapes is, means. Uh, sour grapes is actually a derivative of um, an Aesop's fable called the fox and the grape. And uh, so that's where they got the term sour grapes from. And... Uh, um, oh, okay. I found this out by uh, just by chance when I came up with sour grapes years ago, and I googled the title to make sure nobody else had it. And um, mm -mm. sure enough, lo and behold, it was uh, a derivative from the fox and the grape and Aesop's fable. And my character's name is Aesop, and I just kind of flipped out and said, "You know what? That's it right there." So. Um, uh, so plus Aesop yeah. has been dead for so long, he's not gonna sue you for copyright. So you're you're good there. Well that's right. unless Disney you know? buys it, right? That's yeah. right. Oh yeah. right. <laughs> At this rate, yeah, Disney would, right? Disney's Aesop Fables. Uh Jeremy's um, in the chat room. We love you, Jeremy. He says, uh, sup all you crazy cats. Uh hi Tim, long time no sup. see. Uh he wanna know if uh he if knows he that. Yeah, uh, and uh, Tim, you can control an audience. <laughs> it's this. It's the. It's a, it's because he, he 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 makes you on every word. He's just got that nice, you know. I'm like, what is he gonna say next? Um, I, I can I control an audience, Tim, but I, I can't control over. my bowels. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, to each his or her own. You know, we all got that problem. You know, it's, it's how it's, it's, you know, the older you get, the harder it is, or in some cases, the softer, but we're not going to go there. Um, right. It's very good. Because, very good. Right. Uh, so it was funny because I was reading some of your work and it actually like, I, you know, Leo, we're always telling stories about you and we virtually know nothing about Rich, except he's a clown. 
you know, in the best way possible. Um, I actually, uh, you remind me, I did a comic uh, in my school newspaper in college back in the day. Okay. And um, it was, yeah, it was called Under Different Circumstances. And it was just, um, I think it was just me drawing me as a ghost, like just Pac-Man style blinky ghost interacting with people and talking about pop culture and just generally, you know, fucking around with my friends. Um, and, and I found it over and I'm just, you know, when you, uh, and I feel like, uh, Tim, when you look at your older work, you can't like, you're like, oh, this is so cool. You have this memento. It's like, no, it's horrible. All I was like, look at this line work. Look at that smudges. I could do that better now. Or, or what was I thinking? This is horrible. Or what was I thinking? This is so great. I know exactly. As long as it's regular, who cares? Right. Thank you, Jeremy. You know, got one fan there. Um, <laughs> uh and it's fun the reason i bring this up is it's it felt so cool to every week check the school newspaper and i collected every copy i have just to see my work and people are like wow you did good this i'm like you're reading this people you can read and my college this was a big deal um yeah. you know at any colleges is that now this is a big deal people reading oh my gosh i thought they could only tweet um newspapers are i think an unsung part of comics that we i feel like and we don't really acknowledge a lot because without them we wouldn't have comic books because that's where it all started it started a lot of the early characters in in comics started in newspaper strips mm -hmm. i also gentlemen i also know this because i did my thesis in comics in grade grad school so don't let me start quoting that we could be here forever um but so it's <laughs> nice to see you know um, it's nice to see, you know, that, that artists like you are still using that medium because a lot of people are like, who reads a newspaper? And I'm like, um, I do when I can get my hands on it, you know, right. my, you know, at my parents' house. Um, cause I don't care, but you know, it's still nice to sit and read some comics, Beetle Bailey, uh, Hogarth, the horrible, uh, the family circus is still killing it, you know, for years they've been killing it. It's still getting it. You know, and I right. even remember my mom introduced Calvin and Hobbes to me because she preserved back when they used to be in in uh, the newspaper, in the comic section, when they used to be yeah. in the strips. And that's how I used to get introduced to Calvin and Hobbes. So, you know, it's, it's nice to see the good old four panel medium because people don't understand how difficult it is to really convey a story in four panels, not five. Not three, four. Right. Pretty impressive. So kudos to you. Oh, that's my rant, you. guys. What, what do you got? That's my rant. Well, uh, in, 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 in saying that, Drew, you know, it's interesting. You know, you start to think about Charles Schultz and Peanuts and Wizard of Id and Prince Valiant. And, and Tim, you, you I'll, I'll started be producing honest, this. Nobody read Prince Valiant. <laughs> Come on. You. you love that hair. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I read Prince Valiant, okay? I, I'm old. What can I tell you? He explains the hair. So, yeah, and the sorry, receding didn't mean, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Just wanted to joke. No, no, no. But, um, but Tim, you, you came up with the, you, you started putting this out in 2013, correct? Uh, yeah, around there. It, it picked wow. up speed in 2015, but it, it, inception was about, um, 2013, yeah. And, and were any of those, 
people or those comics or what inspire you to do what you do? Oh, yeah, you nailed a bunch of them. Um, Wizard of ID and BC mm-hmm. was a big influence oh, BC, yeah. on my style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so Johnny Hart and mm-hmm. um, uh, all the all the classics. Hey, God, the horrible. He was um, uh, he was a good influence on me. Uh, but the, the two big ones for me are uh, Garfield and Peanuts. OK. And um, you, you hate Mondays, but love lasagna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I like lasagna. Yeah, I love lasagna and I hate Mondays. That's 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 pretty accurate. Yeah. Don't we all? Um, Absolutely. And then and how do you go and take you, you? So you go come up with a style. You come up and you say, OK, I can do this. I can put a little story together, like Drew said, in four little panels. How do you take that idea and that concept and be like, uh, go to a newspaper and be like, hey, put this in the Sunday comics? How does that happen? Well, um, are you asking how I how I get myself into the papers? Is that what you're asking? How did you take how did you take your artistic concept and make it a business? How does that happen? Like for, for young people who are interested in that going forward. You know, you are the most recent person. All those people are either long dead or they have 100 people that work under them and they're pretty much semi-retired. Right, right. Well, um, I don't actually look at it as a business. Okay. I look at it as, um, you know, I, jeez, uh, that's a tough question. Um, I look at it as it, it these characters are always on my mind, especially Aesop, like always. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, it's it's very personal to me, and mm-hmm. so I want to put this comic strip out um, just to show. If you read the the um, any of the strips that I have, it's something that happened in my life. You know, it's a weekly strip, so we'll we'll say that week, which is usually the way I do it. And um, so you remember Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, <laughs> right? So with Mr. Rogers of course would have here. a theme for the day, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever that theme was, mm-hmm. you know, feel good about yourself or, or whatever. You had a bad day and this is what you can do to feel good about yourself. But what he always mm-hmm. used to do is he used to put you on that trolley <laughs> And I'm just reading Jeremy. And um, he put you on that trial and you went into make-believe and they would be dealing right. with that same theme, mm-hmm. but in, in, in their realm. So that's basically what I do. Something happens to me um, or someone that I know or, or have, you know, something I experienced in that, in that past week. And uh, mm-hmm. um, I, I, put it into the the folks that in sour grapes and see how it uh how they how they handle it and how it affects them so i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a little can i show you something yeah totally look at that you guys get a sneak peek of the one that's coming out this week hasn't hit the papers yet What? look at these insider deets i just um, trying to hold it up straight but and it's clear this uh this is how i, I draw it line. and um so this is i'm 
was starting to color it when I before I came on, so I'll be posting it on Facebook tonight. But that's awesome. Um, few mistakes, but that's okay. And yeah. um, it's art. Well, yeah. So it, I, well, like uh, Drew said, you, you know, it, it's art. It's it's hand drawn. As you know, a lot of people do like the digital comics, but I love that you you, you know you still hand draw it. And I sorry yeah. sorry didn't mean to interrupt your thought. No, no, no. It's, it's fine because I lost it. Um, <laughs> You're doing great. Like about a half an hour ago. No, I. that's how I I do 60-40 just to touch on that point. So I I mm -hmm. ink it. I mean, I, I pencil it. I ink it. And I write in the words. And then it goes into Photoshop. I scan it in. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's where I do the lettering, the coloring. I, I make the panels. That you, mm -hmm. you know some of the ones that you were just showing that's that's what they end up looking yeah. like so um because i have to when i all is said and done i gotta save it as a jpeg and that's what gets emailed to the newspapers right so it's one big now, process see now i'm right. getting an itch to draw again like i'm feeling it i'm like and i'm like no you got so much to do it's like yeah but drawing and i'm like you got so much to do Oh, you can be right this second, Drew. You can be drawing as we're chatting. No, no, we're talking. We're talking. I still I'm convinced that if we make a good enough impression, we're gonna end up as three rocks in Aesop somewhere. Like we're gonna be three talking <laughs> rocks. You know what I mean? It's gonna That's be one idea. will have glasses, one will have long hair, and the other one will just be loud. And I'll be like, look, this is the second time I was animated, and not the first time I got killed. Um you know, he just no, gave I, me an idea too, so. Boom! We'll so it'll be uh, uh, creative what, inspiration. What 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 is that island? Um, uh, Easter Island. Easter island, island of Dr. Moreau. Easter Easter Island will all be Easter yeah. Island tiki's. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's a tiki room. Why not? <laughs> you know, Star it's Wars funny tiki. because those remind me of you know, uh, pet rocks that you were just talking about with. One's just got glasses, one's got hair, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Aesop actually has a pet cloud that I think was one of the yep. ones that you show you showed Leo. Yep. It's ominous. ominous. And for mm -hmm. some reason, ominous has become like a fan favorite. Oh. So okay. I have to make sure I show ominous more often than I used to. Okay. Um, so he's the Wolverine of your you know, X Men? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. yeah, yeah. Super. Um, but Aesop can understand him, but um, that's about it. Nobody, you know, we we see him uh, him say rumble, rumble, rumble. He's a he's a little storm cloud, a dark uh -oh. storm cloud. Um, so when I when I used to draw years ago with with Aesop, I always used to draw this little cloud in the background because I was influenced by. Eeyore, who in a lot of pictures would have the cloud. So I was influenced right. by that. So I would always put a cloud in the background. He would be like following around and stuff. And then one day I was just kind of like, you know what? I want Aesop. It would be fun to have Aesop, who's a dog, who really isn't a dog, but he's a dog, and has a pet. a pet. And what would that pet be? Then I stepped outside of the box and said, I'm going to have a cloud. Bring that cloud in and give him a collar and Call nominees. Yeah. Right. So. 
And it's always nice when you see that, because I also have a friend, he, he has his own style. I've known him for years in college. He lives in uh, North Carolina, and he draws like these unique horror comics. When he's a big fan of films and whatnot, and he did this this silent strip, and it was just similar to your style, um, and uh, Mr. Jones, and it was just it was just all about Jason Voorhees, and like like it basically imagining that killing is a job for him. Like he goes in, he lives somewhere, he has a dog, he goes in, he clocks in, he talks yeah. to the other slashers. And it was, and uh, he had a crowd, he had a, a Kickstarter and he was like, oh, if you contribute this money, I'll put you in it. And I, and I contribute the money. And, and, um, and he's like, in true and behold, there's me in a Ghostbuster shirt getting bludgeoned by Ghostface. So I was like, yep, I'm good. That's clearly <laughs> me. He nice. name drops me and calls me a fucking intern and kills me. And I'm like, sweet. And I showed him people were like, eh. And I'm like, I was like, you guys, Philistines, you have no appreciation for art. Yeah, that's pretty cool, <laughs> right? So right. now, no. so now, now, who who killed you, Drew? Uh, that would be Ghostface from Scream. Ah, uh, got it. At least you had some classic. You know, and it's it's it's. Hold on a second. I think I still have. Uh, and he drew me this here. And he gave me his like a fan thing. Oh so, wow! <laughs> Little Freddy yeah. Chase, Freddy Ghost. And I and I was like, that's really great. Yeah, and I was like, and I was like, great. And I'm like, yep, could have drawn me a little skinnier, but we're not gonna go there. Um, but yes. So his name is yeah, his Jeremy's name is Bone right. Steel. He's a fantastic artist. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. Great artist, and uh, you know. Support your arts, kids. You never know when you uh, you can get killed them. Hi. So I have seen me die. Nice. It was weird. I, I put a little ticker yeah, at the are... bottom, uh, but Tim, you're going to be at Rhode Island this weekend. I am. I am. Wow. I am so I am so pumped um, that this show. First of all, the all show the is back, Rhode Island Comic Con, and um, so this is going to be. All the people that had tickets from last time when it got canceled are being those tickets mm -hmm. are being honored this time. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be all those oh, people plus people that buy tickets now. So I think it's going to be uh, booming. Bring a lot of really copies. Do. Yeah, um, they're, they're playing it safe. I... Uh, you, you can't get in without a mask. Um, so which is fine because. Comic Con, who's not in a mask? Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, there's going to be I'm going to be uh, part of the uh, National Cartoonist Society booth. Um, it's right in the middle. It's a, oh, that's it's awesome! Gonna be a, it's going to be a huge booth, from what I understand. But um, so I'll be there mm -hmm. with um, other syndicated artists that have been around a lot longer than I have. And um, very talented and um, come on, name drop Tim, name drop. Okay, uh, let's see, Emily Druin, mm -hmm. who so, actually, mm -hmm. I think Leo knows Emily. Um, uh, sounds familiar. She, she does uh, Kids Con. Okay, yeah. She she promotes Kids Con, which I'm going to be at the the weekend after that up in Portland, Maine. 
Um, so she's mm-hmm. going to be there. Mark Parisi, who's um, a syndicated uh, cartoonist for um, Off the Mark, which has been around. It's a single panel cartoon. It's been around forever. Uh, he's also got uh, a book series called Marty Pants. And, um, you know, he's in greeting cards and you'll see him online and all kinds of stuff. It's really, really funny. Um, so he's going to be there. Don Mathias, who's a cartoonist writer for a comic strip called Pea and Nizzles. Um, and uh, who else? Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, um, Dave London's going to be there. He does a strip called uh, Pet Peeves uh, with another friend of his, uh, Pete Chianca. They're going to be there. Um, uh, I'll think of the other people in a minute, but it, it's it's uh, sponsored by um, Wacom for the Wacom tablets, like the Cintiqs and that. Oh, nice. And um, mm-hmm. so what they're going to do is few of the people oh jen lopez is going to be there she does uh by the yard comic strip um uh they're going to have a monitor in the booth and um so the guys that draw on the cintiq tablets you'll be able to see them drawing on that monitor which is going to be really cool so um um so it's neat that we're um, we're sponsored by that. That's a that's a big company, and uh, um, I know a few of the guys, including uh, Mark and Don, that I mentioned, uh, draw using a Cintiq. Um, yes, I use a little nice. one, and I'm not talking about my personal life. <laughs> um, I use this one. This is a little tablet that I use. It's a Wacom, but. Um, this is ninety dollars versus three thousand that they. <laughs> yeah. that the Santiques the are it's like an actual monitor as well. Like when yeah. you're drawing it, you actually see your own pen marks as of. Yeah, you know, it's that's your piece of paper. That's your that's your iPad. That's your you know what you're drawing on. It's a it sits right on your desk. You know, it's it's amazing what you can do in these things. So, it's going to be really um, really cool to see to see this happen and um um so um i think this is going to be about seven of us um in that booth um i know i'll be there all weekend most most of them are going to be there all weekend um so um so yeah i'm 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 really looking forward to it um you know in rhode island I, i i meet a lot of people and um repeat customers and the the it's it hits a, its weight in gold when someone comes up to me and says that they read they read my strip every week. Mm-hmm. That's 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 it. I don't I don't need to make any money. That's 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 the reward. That's I mean, the reward right there. I mean, so, I mean, if you make money too, I mean, hey, bonus, right? So, right. Absolutely. You know. <laughs> right. So you have like printed books of the comics from like over the years, Tim, that people could buy at the uh, event. Yep, I do. Um, I have uh, half a dozen compilations and a couple of um, coloring books. 
mm-hmm. starring Aesop and Ominous. Um, I try nice. and put out a compilation every year. Uh, I was a little, little messed up with, um, uh, you know, during COVID and stuff because there weren't any shows, so I didn't really put one together. But um, mm. you have the cover and, of like the most recent one, like sitting right over there by any well, chance? I think I I sent it. I just sent it to Leo. I don't know if you got it or not, Leo. On um, um, Messenger gets all the merch. It's there. Sent it, but um, he's, such a, he's such a media whore that Leo. It's because it's <laughs> and we let him and we let him it all for himself. Works, we let him do it because he works the keyboard for us because we can't do it. I know I'm, me I'm, because I'm the monkey behind the keyboard. You know? Yeah, listen. Well, if I was trying to do a keyboard, I'm gonna put the shades on and I'm just start belting Billy Joel or Elton John. That's my idea of a keyboard. You, there's work. Me, I'm it's gonna be a show. Come on, Drew, let's yeah. do it together. There it is. I'm good. I'm fine. Thank you. I'm good. Thank you, Rich, for indulging that. I just just want to point out, if you're not going to be at Rhode Island Comic Con, there's links in the show notes up above or down below for Tim. And uh, I believe uh, you can order them from one of the links I shared there. So Sour Grapes, the gang's all here. That's the latest and greatest, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Looks reasonably priced. You know. It is. It's on sale for $10. Whoa. Come on down. Leo, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. Sour grapes. $9.95. Yep. With a receipt in case you decide to return it. You you red-haired cheap, you know what. Just kidding. (laughs) we, we, We love you. Uh, Jeremy wants to know, do you have ones with me in it? Sorry, my ego must know. Yes, you look at nothing I, and you'll like it. I drew um, the group that uh, Jeremy was with a, a, year, a few years ago. Previously. Previously. And I, I, I put um, Jeremy and the gang um, in a comic strip. And uh, it wound up in, in one of my compilations. So, um, so yes, I do. I am. I will have those with me as well. I. Um, so yes, if you go on my comp, my my website, you mm-hmm. you'll see the the list of the books and stuff. So you can. I'll have everything with me there. Um, you can say their names. I'm okay. <laughs> so. Oh, no. We'll just uh, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, no, total, totally agree. Totally agree. Um, but uh, um, yeah, I'll have everything. I, I unfortunately uh, the only thing I can sell at Rhode Island Comic Con at, at the booth is uh, my books and art. I I have uh, T-shirts and stuff um, that I that I won't be selling there, but. Um, I'll have those at um, the. I have uh, two more shows that I'm doing. Um, Are you going to be at uh, Super Mega? I'm sorry. Are you going to be at Super Mega? No. No, I've never done. I'm. I might check into that next year if they if they invite me. Um, I'm doing invitation only from now on. Screw it. <laughs> yeah. You right, know? he's big time. He's going national this year. Me. Yeah, live his life. 
So, um, but uh, no, I'm go I'm gonna be uh, KidsCon on the 13th in Portland, Maine, and then I'm gonna be at Northeast Comic Con Thanksgiving weekend up in Boxborough all weekend. So um, you can go on those websites and see see all about it. Okay, definitely look into that. Yeah, not about it. But um, so oh, absolutely. But I, I mean, I feel your energy for Rhode Island Comic Con. I feel like it, it's bubbling, and when you get there, it's just going to explode all over the table. Yeah, um, I'm just trying to think it. Rhode Island, for some reason, Rhode Island, I don't, I don't know what it is. It, something cool always happens. Okay. At Rhode Island, I, when I, before I was in the National Cartoon Society, I would have my own table, and I would never get up from that table, because mm -hmm. if I did, I'd miss, I'd miss something. Yeah. And it was true, and and um, it, there was a bunch of times where I, you know, if. If I had left, I would have missed this, or I would have missed this person that came to the table, or whatever, or, or I missed mm -hmm. being at a pan on a panel, or I missed, uh, um, you know, anything. You know, I just right. I wouldn't have. So I'm looking forward to seeing what happens this time. You know, yeah. who knows what come by? You know, you don't know. Hot sure. chocolate or a mug full of deadly grounds. Make yeah. make sure your phone is charged to record all those happy memories. All That's I right. Say. I gotta make sure I put so. film in my phone, as they say. Boom. <laughs> All right. Uh, so a uh, couple big things. Actually, let me close my windows here. Let um, us transition to the other half of the show. Yeah, totally. Now I, I know um, you didn't get a chance to read it, Tim, but we'll. Uh, I'm not going to cover it too much. We're definitely going to get everybody's uh, thoughts. But let me share my screen here. Here we go. Uh, so this was a shock to me that just came out. Um, mm. Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale brought out a special Batman along Halloween. For yes. Halloween. For Halloween. Mm -hmm. Now, is, is this going to be, I know this was one complete story, but are they going to do multiple? like, Or is it just going to be this one for? To be determined. Know. How, depends so on how well we, sales go, Leo. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So, are we doing? Are we doing straight to the review, or did you want to do news first? I don't care either way. I just. Uh, we can save this till. You know, this is. Yeah, this is short. So. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Yeah. You want, we just do you want to do this up. now or later? No, we'll do this now. It's already up. Why? Why okay. am I going to tell you take it down and then we're going to put it back up? That's redundant. <laughs> You know? So bef before I don't want to you know uh, spoil the the surprise, but you had a, a thought, Drew, before we went live about this. I did. I had. Did. I have a lot of thoughts, man. Have you met me? Not all <laughs> of them are good. Um. So, okay. So I need to stress this because I'm a huge fan of the Long Halloween. Um. I. I have talked about it with some nerds. Some people agree with me. Some people disagree. I still argue that The Long Halloween is one of the best Batman stories that's been written. It is not the best, but it is definitely one of the best. And it's also, in my mind, one of the prettiest. I'm a big fan of Tim Sale's artwork and style. 
and Long Halloween. And I will even say, like, I feel all that, The Dark Victory and Catwoman, Men in Rome are all essentially the same franchise. It's the it's kind of like the Godfather trilogy, um, if you will, because they're all the same writer. They're all the same creator. You know, it's essentially the same um, creative minds. Now, when I heard about this, naturally, I was excited. But I'm going to be honest, and I don't know why we're flipping through it because we haven't even begun talking about it yet. But Leo likes to move really fast. Um, well, I, I thought we were just doing a, 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 a quick thing about it. but it's Right. It's... So I have mixed feelings about this book because I enjoy it, but I do not know if it was necessary. So that is, that is my two cents on it. Um, I think it's something we could easily summarize and talk about right now. Hell, I'll let Rich do that one um, because I want to save all of my rage and my <laughs> rage for the review. So, Rich, you want to you wanna take this one, even though your boy is not featured in any way, shape, or form in this, which is surprising? No worries. No worries. Uh, first, I'll address Jeremy. Jeremy, uh, just so you know, none of us are going to cons on the team right now. We're all COVID safe. So there you yeah. go. Thanks. You can stop Saving asking. money. Thanks, buddy. Um, anyway, money. Uh, so the Batman, the long Halloween. So, uh, you know, we're going back to the same characters as before. We've got uh, the Calendar Man. Um, and we've got, of course, Mr. Two-Face. And then we have the reintroduction of Gilda, who, as we all know, who reading the long Halloween and this universe that Drew has so beautifully discussed for us, um, you know, back into these same characters. And uh, apparently the calendar man is very upset that Gilda and Two-Face have sort of taken over his thing because everyone always had their thing, all the bad guys. Riddler, right. of course, is riddles. Joker, of course, is over-the-top jokes, um, mm. and so on and so forth. And the Calendar Man, of course, feels that he has been robbed of his things because of the holiday killer. Right. Um, yeah, and uh, I, I, I'm I, I'm kind of surprised that Drew does not like this. Um, I thought that he would love the return of Gilda and this sort of twisted love um, that's going on, um, and I'm always a sucker for Solomon Grundy. So when you bring Solomon in, you know, mm. born on a Monday, reborn yeah. on a Sunday. So uh, you know, I, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Um, I loved getting back in touch with all these characters. I thought it was cute and kind of annoying at the same time with having Robin and Barbara sort of this Halloween trick or treat date sort of meetup was interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I thought this whole story while I was definitely opening up future stories. Now, of course, you know, this is a business and DC is in the interest of making money. So if this sells well, then we will be seeing more of these stories. Of course. Now, I want to clarify something, Rich. I didn't say I hated it. What mm -hmm. I said was that I have mixed feelings about it. I okay. I. I have read worse Batman stories, trust me. Mm -hmm. um, my issues is really more of some of what the story does. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like how if you do a sequel 20 years later, all the characters are obviously going to look aged 
you're gonna have to address that. And it's about following up expectations. Now, did this disappoint us in the way that Phantom Menace did generations of fans? No. Um, however, again, I will save more of that for the review because I want to know what Leo has to say because I feel like sometimes I ignore the little guy and all I need is for him to say, and you're dead. So, <laughs> hey there, buddy. Uh, well, so as as i've mentioned before his art is definitely hit and miss for me i love you know uh some of the classic you know like the look at of two-face here with nose and everything just to really like you know it definitely has that like you know classic 40s like feel of art uh one thing that really mm. it bugged me when i first saw it but i i definitely get it has like a double meaning was this shot right here with the mirror and it, it definitely has the obviously the wrong uh reflection but you know with him holding gilda you know really you know it, it's showing you know his his true self in the mirror uh even though it is the wrong reflection uh so uh no one's perfect leo yeah i, I mean i i absolutely uh, i enjoyed it as well um the sacrifice that was uh you know done to save uh, Two Face was was uh, you know pulled a little bit at the heartstrings you know and uh, I absolutely loved that Batman dropped off Robin to go trick or treating with uh, with Babs you know <laughs> uh, a little cheesy uh, I found it hilarious and I keep on forgetting his name uh, Gordon's son in the little James. devil suit. Yeah, James in the little devil suit. I, yeah, it, I thought that was hilarious. Which is a horrible foreshadowing when you know exactly that. that... <laughs> so, <laughs> but all right. So, uh, how do you? How do we want to do this review? Because I, I could, I could take this over right now, but I don't want to. Because I need you <laughs> two to, to taper the rage. Because there is one thing specifically I'm very annoyed at. So I, uh, it's. Tell us, Drew. Tell um, us what is it? What is it? I hate you. I hate you all. All right. So I want to stress that I I did like certain things that evolved in this story. I did like that the calendar man had followers, because to me it would make sense. You know, there's thirty usually thirty days in a month. Why wouldn't this guy have thirty followers? You know, hell, there's twelve months. That's twelve people. That's a, that's a gang right there. Um. It was nice seeing Gilda back. Um, I did love the scene that we harped on for a while where they're two hugging each other. The The issue I had, and I also will say that the only thing that I enjoyed about Robin and Barbara trick-or-treating was Barbara asking if she could have Tim's uh, uh, Dick's candy. Yeah, I thought that was pretty Which, funny. that was pretty funny, I'm not going to lie. Um, I just think the thing for me is, is why revisit why revisit holiday and my issue with that is is that to me this story canonically happens in an earlier stage of batman batman is still learning how to be batman he's still learning how to be the great detective the scourge of the underworld and whatnot because as we've seen long halloween picks up shortly after batman year one and you see all of those players and you see more of the world elaborate there and holiday represents the let's say the the naivete of batman in my mind because batman was young 
Um, old, let's realize that all, older Batman might have caught Holiday way before, but he was a younger Batman. He didn't really know. And also, he was going to reveal who he was to Harvey Dent because he believed him so much. You know? So considering that Harvey then became Two-Face, which is something later books picked up on, that could have been really bad. You know, so there was a lot of humanity there. And then the fact is at the end, everybody believed Alberto Falcone was Holiday. When, it, as we know, it was Gilda and Harvey, both two killers. You know, of course, two. You know, for me to actually have it where Batman knew, I feel like it kind of ruins the story a little bit in my mind because i feel like batman like the story belongs where it is it's kind of like when you pick up a a, a movie and you continue the version you're gonna have some people go oh okay i like what you took with the story and some people are like oh this sucks like the original was better so they're gonna completely dis, dis disavow it you know um am i still gonna buy this book yes because I hate to say it, I'm a completionist and I do like to keep my set complete. And uh, I always love supporting Tim Sale's artwork who, um, unlike Leo, I've, I've always enjoyed for years. Leo doesn't hate it, but just there are things that he doesn't like, Yeah, uh, which is fine. You know, there are certain artists that I don't understand that while they're still doing work, but they are <clears throat> probably <laughs> felt, um, <laughs> you know, but I just, for me, I just felt like explaining the trick of holiday it's like when a magician shows how it's done you appreciate it but you lose a little bit of that 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 wonder mm. that belief in that magic now so i wonder oh, yeah. i'm sorry Drew. i no, apologize no, no, finish your thought no, process no no, 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 no that, 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 that was pretty much it like revealing that gilda was indeed part of holiday that batman now knows um it's like you know they didn't really do much with the character like i think only i only ever saw gilda dent i think once and that was during tony daniel's run of batman and that was near the end of it which was like yeah, batman 707 or something where gilda came back um and it was it was interesting it was nice to see you know you pick that up um but, you know, DC does this. Sometimes that the characters, if they're not really super popular and whatnot, they'll just kind of get discarded and kind of hang on that creative limbo that uh, comic book characters or comic characters in general hang until someone else needs them. So was it nice to see her back in action along with this world? Sure. But do I feel we needed this story? No, it's not. To me, it wasn't, like, absolutely crucial. It was fun. But... It felt a little fillery to me. So, well, sometimes you just need a little fun, you know. I guess. So that, that was uh, my feeling. Well, before we give our ratings, uh, Tim, I believe I saw you have a hard out at nine. Yeah, I have um, the the thing I showed you that I started. I have to finish. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Got to get back to work. We we will so, let you uh, let you go, Tim. And uh, I want to remind every week everybody uh tim will be at rhode island comic con this weekend definitely go visit him and if uh you're you know uber you know conscious about you know uh 
uh, you know, about uh, COVID and not going anywhere, you can buy his books online. There's links in the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. Uh, two things, Tim, before you go, uh, where do you like people following you on uh, social media? And are you reading any books nowadays? Um, I'll answer the second one first. Um, I, what am I reading? I'm reading, um, shoot. I can't remember what I'm reading, but I am reading. <laughs> um, that's what matters. I just got something that I picked up, but, um, but then the bat cycle came. That's right. And the bat cycle was, is the, is the important one. Um, okay. No, I'm always um, uh, nothing in particular, really. I was just kidding. Um, mm -hmm. I just have so many comics that I haven't gotten to uh, to read, uh, but um, uh, I'm I'm I've always been a Marvel fan, and I always mm -hmm. will be. But mm -hmm. for some reason, I'm I'm starting to drift over to DC, and, mm -hmm. and especially Batman, which is what intrigued me for tonight too. Is I'm starting to read. Um, read uh, Batman and stuff because, like I mentioned to Leo, um, I did watch um, the long Halloween animated movie part one, and mm -hmm. then I just got um, um, part two that I started, which mm -hmm. so that those are pretty cool. I like yeah. I like the way those are coming together. Definitely, and I just watched um, Injustice that just came out. Yeah, that's a great book. And uh, so that movie um, was pretty good too. So I'm I'm starting to not switching over Marvel fans, but I am you know <laughs> trying to keep the peace on both ends. So uh, he's dabbling. He's a dabbler. I'm a Listen, dabbler. You yeah. you you can enjoy any book you want. Okay, <laughs> just go, um, go out and read. That's right. And we look forward to seeing ourselves as three tiki rocks. So, something like that. I didn't. I didn't say tiki it's gonna rocks. Happen. It's going to happen. I'm telling you right now. I think Sweet. Leo added the Easter Island tiki rocks. I, 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 not I, all I, about I, you, Drew, all the time. All right. You know what? It okay. I'm sorry. Okay, I got a big head. I can't help it. Okay, it fits the the, the part. Jeez, it still fits in the screen, so we're all right. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so as as far as um, uh, social media, social media. Thank you. Uh, it is um, for Instagram. It's Sour Grapes Twenty Seventeen. God damn it! I know my phone. And for Twitter, it's Sour Grapes Comic. So right. a little different there, but you can uh, follow me on on both of those. Will do. Um, so you know, you guys could be number three, number four, number five on Twitter if you want to follow me. All um, right. Wow, but, what um, a top 10, guys. Whew. Get in on the ground floor. Seriously. And, uh, so and, and uh, so sourgrapescomic.com is the website. Uh, you can go on there and see everything that's going on with the strip. Um, and a post on Facebook, um, Instagram, and Twitter, and the website every week. So people that are online and don't pick up a newspaper you can see it there as well so um nice but yeah 
Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for thanks for coming by, Tim. We appreciate yeah. you uh, stopping by and letting us know what's going on with sour well, grapes. Thanks yeah. for thanks for having me. Thanks for asking the questions. And Welcome. great meeting you guys. Please, uh, Rich and Drew, please follow me on something. So Got I have you. some Sounds more friends. Good. And we'll check uh, out it. <laughs> so, uh, all right, man. Take it easy. Absolutely. Guys have a good evening. Right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Leo. Welcome. Bye. Now, I'm Leo, not. before we rate this, I, yeah. I feel like I need to say something um, to Drew, who I love. Who's my, he's my buddy, my partner. Absolutely. Um, but, Drew, I, th- I feel like you were – I think because of your love for the long Halloween, mm-hmm. um, I think you put too per- much pressure on this. I mean, this was a one-shot. I know. I mean, they, didn't, I, they didn't even have a classic Tim sale with a million little items in the back that we could I analyze know. where they came from. Yeah. You know what? I think you're totally right, Rich. So I feel like what I'm going to do is I'm going to cool down mm-hmm. um, and I'm going to come back to it. I'm going to try again. See <laughs> with know? fresh eyes without that <laughs> anticipation. And, and Yeah. I, I think a couple of glasses of wine and I'll try again. Put some mm-hmm. jazz in the background and just be like, the long Halloween. Um, oh, uh, I think- by, by the way, uh, Tara, uh, Jeremy, I bring it up more than once. I apologize. I just uh, wanted to make sure it gets seen. Uh, so that is my fault. But uh, I was going to say, uh, if you want to come on in, you're always welcome, my friend. So uh, just let me know. I message you on Facebook. I will uh, send you a link if you want to join us. So, but I, I think you're right. And I just think it's just because, again, you know, continuing the story. And like I, I want to stress, there are things in it I did like. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just for me, it's if you're going to add on to a story, you know, it's like it's like finding extra puzzle pieces, you know, it's okay, but we thought the picture was complete. So it's, is this going to add more to the story or is this going to deter? So in terms of continuing the story, I do think, like you said, the sacrifice was great. The, the ending, which was very much a twisted romance is, is, is perfect in a way that fits Batman. And I I have to admit, you know, I've never really thought of Calendar Man as a threat, but the only time I've ever really acknowledged that he was was in Long Halloween, and that's because they based that version of him on, you know, Hannibal Lecter, mm-hmm. you know, which you can totally see, you know. Absolutely. Um, and I will say one of my favorite moments was was, was him at Gilda and um, Harvey's house you know how holiday i was like i i can't i can't he said the calendar man makes puns we're doomed <laughs> um you know like i said there are things in it that are still good like it was not the worst batman story i read i read some that i could only do like four pages I'm like nope can't do it i right. just can't so rich yeah. you're probably right yeah I, you know? I think i just kind of accepted that when i was like i when I realized that it was just a straight up one shot, you know, they have a very tight window to tell a story right. about a very broad and awesome subject matter that you love, that I love, that Leo mm. loves. Yeah. Despite some of the art, um, Leo. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I think it was just a fun little one piece, a one off for Halloween. And they were probably under a tight schedule 
And I think they did the best yeah. they could under that situation. And um, I look forward to them continuing and exploring that sort of universe that that's not exactly the Batman universe, but parallel, I suppose. Yeah. And it doesn't, yeah. you know, as, as we know with like black label and stuff, sometimes we get really good stories veering away from the main universe, especially with like the main universe right now is it's so fucked up, you know, is, uh, yeah, I could care less about the main universe. Let's let's just have interesting <laughs> stories about the characters we love. You know, I don't really know if I would consider the main universe fucked up. I just think that they're doing a form of continuity that for once is actually kind of interesting because it's a it's not as strict. And I think that's always been comics Achilles heel is trying to create a strict this is what happened in the chronology of things and whatnot. Oh um let me let me rephrase i fucked up meaning you know not fucked up bad like everything's like thrown up it's all new it's all like you got alfred dead uh you have uh batman lost all his money catwoman is is now a multi-billionaire uh, oh no no i i get it in, in terms of like it's it's all very much new what yeah. i what i meant by that is that you know with the infinite frontier i do admire dc for doing this where They've made it that all stories are relevant, but yet, you know, it's it's all it's all still going, which is interesting because that's kind of basically giving a middle finger to retcons, because comics are consistently in a state of renewal. Yeah. Anytime, like it's like how Marvel. I think someone explained the Marvel method is essentially creators playing with toys, and then when you're done, the person leaves the room. And then someone picks up your toys and then Keith tells the story their way. So anything you're doing before is just, nope. Yep. Um, you know, which has been an Achilles heel of comics forever because when you're trying to introduce someone to comics, they don't want to read decades of continuity. You know, they want to start, they want to have that nice starting point. You know, like, okay, this is where, and if I want to, I can read, go back, you know, um, and just because it's old doesn't mean it's good. Yeah. You well, know. even not going that far back, like, you know, I've been telling you, I've been trying to get caught up with, uh, with Batman and it's just, it's you know, so I tried much. to jump in midway and I was like, so confused where I just said, fuck it. I went all the way back to the beginning. And, you know, I'm I'm finally almost caught up. You know, I have, I think, like 12 issues left before I'm, like, you know, caught up now. No. Uh, Jeremy says, I appreciate more of the solo stories these days. The main universe, huge epic endings happen every other year. Yeah, uh, I, I, I feel we if we could just take, f like, five years and stick to mini little crossovers and whatnot and then do, like, a big event... Absolutely, because I like how do people live in either of these worlds? It feels like every day the world is ending. Yep. Like, like <laughs> I recently drew, um, I, I started because I, I dropped off reading regular comics and actually collecting probably 2016, 2017. Um, and so I just decided to get familiar with the Avengers again. And I jumped in it to 2017 and I went all the way to 2021. 
And there were a couple storylines that just were so stupid that I was just like, all right, I'm going to skip these three, four, five issues and go to the next one. Because for that same reason. Because this happened and then that happened and everything is horrible. And then this horrible epic thing happened, which leads into this. And it's like, well, I didn't really need that extra piece. So let's just throw that out. Right. But but it's good being able to go back and not knowing that I went and wasted weeks after weeks of money collecting these and, and ending up hating the stories. Yeah. There's, there's nothing worse than realizing when you're actually buying comics that you are buying out of reflex rather than passion. Yeah. Cause then you're like, do I, what you, it's like you wake up from like a fever dream and you're like, what, where did all my money go? What is this crap? Kindling for the fire. You, um, and oh, trust me, I understand because I, 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 I've been collecting for years and I, oh my God, I'm barely buying books now. And that's, and that's nothing to do with the industry. The industry is fantastic. I just, my interest, I've been collecting since 2006 and I have books that are from like the nineties, you know, I feel like I've read everything you know, I feel like I've read everything. And I'm not saying that there are no more original ideas. Independent uh, independent companies are still pumping out fantastic stories. Um, I love that there are more horror-inspired stories in comics today. I am so down with that. There, there's, a, there's a new series going on right now. Um, yeah, there, there you go. The um, um, DC versus the vampires. Yeah, you know. But, you know, and then it, it's funny because you got that in Marvel right now. They're kind of doing an Elseworld, Dark Ages. You know, um, one day the electricity of the world disappears. I was like, and again, it shouldn't work. But you have Tom Taylor, the guy who um, gave his deceased, which really shouldn't have worked, but yet brilliant. Love it. Um yeah, I so, wish we were here last week to talk with the uh, Toking Dead guys because that is surprisingly fun and it works. It's very sophomoric humor, but mixed with like the weedology. It, yeah, it, it, it's a good time. I, I I I I will say this: I read some of them. I I thought it was fine. I I wasn't like, oh my god, yes. But I was like, I I see what they were doing. I was like, it, it was like if Shaun of the Dead met How High, um, but. No, I just I just feel that that there is nothing wrong with picking or choosing books. Uh, comics are expensive now, especially when you buy older books. You realize how expensive comics are, um, and you can understand why some people call them collectors because you know you are collecting something. And I mean, personally. I'd rather spend that money than I would on drugs and alcohol or gambling. Um, you know, but and you're supporting a local business too. Exactly. You know, those comic shops again. Um, the comic shops in sell themselves, you know, they're not as many as there used to be. I mean, back in the day, there were tons, but after the market crash in the '90s, a lot of them dried up. Hell, a lot of them are still drying up. It's hard. You know, it's it's really hard. But so 
that's my rant about the comic industry today, kids. On to our comic news. Right. Yeah. Oh, but let's just circle back really quick. Back to really the comic quick. news in 20 seconds. Uh, 3.75 crowbars. I'm I'll, giving three. Three? Uh, I'll give a four. Four crowbars. And on to comic news. Yeah. Uh, So I mentioned a second ago, uh, DC versus vampires. Uh, This has been floating around on the interwebs. Uh, This was in a Batman form that I saw, uh, or no, Superman form that I saw. Mm -hmm. And people were like, how the fuck does this happen? Uh, Supergirl as a vampire. Oh. Like they were saying like, does, is there like a vampire running around with like kryptonite teeth? Like, you know, but anyway, uh, this is the next issue coming out. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that that was uh, floating around for new books uh, real quick this week. It's a nice looking cover. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, well, so this is a uh, uh, alternate cover. You know, you know who, who the artist is on this, Leo? Uh, it was. It was a weird name. I'm sorry. I I, I did no, not. No worries. No worries. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm it is you. a I, it is a really gorgeous. You know what that reminds me of? Do you remember those awesome horror inspired covers for Deceased, the variants for the yeah. first one? Did you ever? Oh my god, my friend collected some of those, and I have to be honest with you, I I might go back and collect some of them because, God, that was just gorgeous, uh, just to look at. Uh, you know, and I think that that artist was Yasmin Putri. She does fantastic work. Um, beautiful, beautiful stuff. But yeah, I, honestly, variant artists get don't get enough credit. But I think also because, unfortunately, the market gets flooded way too many. with Like, if you're going to do a book, in my opinion, you should have like two, maybe three variants. But if you have a book and there's like 10 or nine, I'm like, how? Who are, who's buying this? Uh, the artist is Warren Luau. Luau. L O U W. Okay. Nice. Uh, trade dress and version uh, variants. Okay. Um, so, yeah, just uh, real quick the new books this week uh, coming out tomorrow uh, Death of Doctor Strange, Avengers number one. Strange Academy presents The Death of Doctor Strange number one. Star Wars, I, I'm I'm so confused. Do they keep on rebooting it because it's like number eighteen now, uh, and you got Leo, more bounty hunters? Leo, just keep going, man. Yeah, it's, I know, I know, I know. The Star Wars never end, Leo. They never uh, end. Fear State is still going on. Batman one sixteen comes out tomorrow. Uh, Batman: The Adventures continues season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like Jeremy have- really wants to come on. He just keeps talking to us. <laughs> I- I heard Dark Knights of Steel is a, is again that's Tom Taylor doing um oh. doing another one. I hear that's supposed to be really good. So definitely check that out. Harley Quinn the animated nice. series comic I hear is is also interesting. It's nice to see Milestone is back. Always No, you don't have to go, Jeremy. You don't have to go. I'm sorry, Drew, for interrupting. We don't no, want you're to fine. We want you to come on, Jeremy. So just come on. But so many books. So many books. So many books. Um, yes, um, I read The uh, Death of Doctor Strange, the first one. Um, it's interesting in concept. You had mentioned, we had talked uh, 
beforehand or, or a couple of days ago. It is interesting how they're doing the death and omission of a lot of characters. And then it goes back to the whole thing. Do, do any superheroes really ever die? No, they don't. Because death, would you would lose the fan base. So I, I have a theory about this. So one, that we're seeing the death of Doctor Strange. Spider-Man is technically in like a weird coma. So that's why Ben Riley is singing it. This is all Marvel trying to prepare for whatever could outcome being of this current copyright case that's going on with the estates of Ditko and, and Lee and whatnot uh, over the characters with Marvel. So, I mean, it's the same thing. Like, do you remember when, when Fantastic Four was at Fox and uh, X-Men was with them, Marvel was like, we, we are not creating any new mutants. We're going to do as little as possible with the Fantastic Four because we're not going to give them that satisfaction, you know? Um, which is crazy because you're thinking like the Fantastic Four, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have Marvel. Yes, their first property. Right, exactly. And then the X-Men, like, like, again, we're of an age where you can say all of these characters and not even comic book fans know who the fuck these people are, you know? Um but to answer your question, Rich, no, nobody ever dies except normal people. People who you don't give a shit about, civilians, they die by the truckload. Nobody cares. Heroes, they have fan bases. Robot, right. clone, alternate dimension. Um, there's a multiverse, so we could pull any of them thing from there. Did they finally yeah. they brought they brought Uncle Ben back, didn't they? Uh, at this point, sure. <laughs> I, I I don't even know anymore, my dude. At right. this, you know, at this point, at this point, I'm just like, uh, when, when something doesn't happen, that's when I'm surprised. I'm like, what? We did nothing? Hallelujah. I just refer to you. You're my encyclopedia, sir. You're welcome. So uh, uh, speaking of encyclopedia, I'm I'm a little sad that Chris isn't here so that I can... Show him this because I know it's going to piss him off. <laughs> what is it? Well, we're, you know what? I'm going to bring it up on Wednesday when we, there talk. we go. You can deal with that. So let that read. Stu. Drop it. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Hold on. I need to put up a alert though. Hold on. Uh, alert. An alert. What is this? Jurassic Park? <laughs> the dinos are on the loose. My water is shaking. <laughs> Hold on to your butts. Do you want us to put Jeopardy on while you do this, Leo? No, that's it. Okay. So uh, these uh, leaked just uh, the other day um, from No Way Home. Okay. So this. So no. this is the. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Whoa, 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 whoa! Back, back that up. Back that up for a second. Is that what I think it is? Yeah, that's that's the classic uh, first movie outfit. Yeah, that's the Raimi Spider-Man outfit. Oh, it, it gets better. Um, okay, now the second one... It confuses me. Because that's... Is, is that supposed goblin? to be... Is, is uh, that supposed to be up, Green Goblin? Yeah, updated Green, uh, Green Goblin suit. Again, this is, you know, leaks, so these could be true, could be not. Right. Um, Okay. This was the the big one, the three suits. 
hanging together. Oh no. So uh Toby is this down the Reddit rabbit hole, Leo? Yeah, the Reddit rabbit. Well, this is off of Twitter, but yeah, this this is yeah. Uh McGuire, Garfield, Holland. Yep. The three Spider-Man. Yep. It, okay. I, 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 I really want it not to have the three of them. I want to be totally like I, I want it to just be one of them and just L- listen, I, Rich, I've been doing the same thing with um with avoiding any Ghostbuster Afterlife clips. I've right. been doing the same thing. I see them pop up on YouTube and I almost watched one. I was like, you know what? I actually want to be surprised. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch anything. You know what I mean? I want to enjoy all of the film. I'm right. like, at this point, I'm just tired of leaks. I'm tired of things. Like whatever happened to just waiting to watch the goddamn movie? But no, the fans have to know now. Right. And Leo just, needs to know now. He needs to well, know. Right now. Well, we've got to, we've got, if we keep the hype up, we get funding for whatever the next season is. Right. Well, let, can we, can we hype up? Um, I, I really surprisingly have not been excited about this Morbius movie. <laughs> I am generally not a fan of Jared Leto's work. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I just don't like him as a human being. And that that affects anything he touches, which now is Morbius, right? Right, right. But in saying that, in watching the newest trailer, which I watched, whatever, two hours ago, um, now I'm interested. Because now you Mm -hmm. actually showed me some stuff. You showed me that he can do some stuff. Right. And uh, that that he doesn't look too bad in the makeup. Yeah, he doesn't. so we actually got three trailers. We had the the teaser, mm-hmm. and then we have the one that got released today, and then there was the international one that got leaked yesterday as well. Did um, did, did they have it, anything else that we don't already? Didn't I think already the see? one to, I think the one today had more. Okay, um, but it, yeah, it was just you know, um, yeah, just pretty much more of the same. You know. Uh, I liked the one that was released today better. It was it was it was a better trailer. I, I I think just thing for me is I'm a little worried. It's again some of the changes being made to Morbius because it feels like they're making him more of an actual vampire than the pseudo vampire, which was essentially the point. He wasn't a vampire per se. He was one of science. He was a mutant in some effect. You know, yeah, he was a vampire, but he wasn't you know, like that. Um, so I'm a little confused at that. And also it seems like he can do a lot of what other bat, you know, super strong, super strength, uh, super speed. He can, he has echolocation. He can, I don't know if he can turn into a swarm of bats or control bats or. Uh, I watched the trailer a couple times. He can either fly or at least uh, glide on currents. Well, yeah. no, that, that Morbius could do. And I remember that because his suit had the wings and that allowed right. him to do that. Um, I will say that the appearance wise, I definitely like, cause I was like, yes, that looked exactly like Michael Morbius. The one moment I did chuckle at is when he did the I am venom. <laughs> right. That to me, I was like, I was like, okay, you know what? That I I'll, I'll allow that. That's funny. Um, but now is that a Fox property as well? That's Sony. That's a Sony property. Okay, Sony, Sony property. Sony property. Right. Which Venom and, is as well. 
Right. And now I hate to say it, um, even though I've seen the movie, I do know about the ending. So I do know that technically um, now. So that's interesting. Yep. I know. I, 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 I'm a little annoyed, but it's whatever. Um, Someone's ruined it for you. It, it's it's just it is what it is. Oh, if someone ruins Afterlife for me, I'm I'm taking a couple of fingers. Like so, if someone ruins that for me, oh, I will kill someone and then trap them. Now, through will... any any of your Ghostbusters groups, do you have access to see the movie early? No, um, but I'm fine with that. It's funny. I actually was walking around. Uh, I suited up for the first time in like a year, maybe two, and still fits. A little snug, still fits. Um, and I walked around where I live for about an hour or two, just walking around, full get up, everything on for Halloween. Uh, for uh, yeah, on Halloween, and uh, a lot of people liked it. Uh, a lot, a lot of those random car passerby stare downs. You know the. Um, a lot of you look awesome. Yeah, and I'm just like, cool, man. Did you light up your proton pack, Drew? I, I had everything on and be- blinking and beeping, and I had the song playing in the background on my on my phone in my pocket. It was it was a lot of fun, and I, I saw a couple of kids. I waved, you know. It was it was um, you know, nice. it was a ch- it was a chill Halloween. I just wanted to do something that probably be the talk of the water cooler on Monday. You know, I saw a Ghostbuster walk around Terrytown. Like what? Like, oh, that's crazy, Gary. Yeah, but I think I got diabetes from all the candy. I know, right? Um, yes, this big old sucker, which, you know, you have some people scoffing about the price. If some of you knew how much it costs to build a proton pack, y'all would understand $3.99 is a steal for what you're getting. Yeah, and this looks legit. I mean, oh, so, so is. as is it, opposed this one you have, Drew? Uh, no, I built my own, but this one is modeled after the pack that, according to the book, this is the this the the pack that Egon, uh, his pack that I believe his his granddaughter in the movie we all could tell because the kid basically looks Egonish, mm-hmm. um, is rocking in her scene, and if you order it ahead of time, you get some some slime, some slime, which. Yeah you know fine well so um, yeah. yeah so the uh there could be have, some other I things with it as well depending on how many orders they get right yes so the more people who back it the more rewards that'll unlock and me myself i'm so tempted i'm like it's almost four hundred dollars did yours cost more than four hundred dollars to build mm-hmm. yeah to to make everything it costs at least over a grand whoa you know, and but again, wow. Rich, you know, it's a I know it's, a it's real, probably exact, right? It's it's for the being my first build ever, it's about as exact as it was gonna get. <laughs> it took me about a year and something to do, and a now, lot you, of sweat and tears and crying to friends, um, saying I was gonna trash it and burn it and 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 hate myself in a rage of pizza and beer. Now, is that a lot of plug and play, or do you actually have to solder stuff together? Um, I had some help from from people. Um, there were there's a really the community 
for Ghostbuster fans uh, is really great. So I definitely asked for some help, some recommendations, a lot of YouTube videos. <laughs> you right, right. But but is there uh, like soldering and wiring involved? Uh, yeah, there was a little. You know, there was there's some like some parts I did get that were already built. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like when you get half of a Lego set already made, and you're like, all right, I'll finish it. Um, so some of that was already done. Some of it I did myself. Um, I've repaired it so much that when someone asks, is that your pack? I'm like, yep, that's mm-hmm. my baby. Um, nice. Yeah, Angie is still convinced it's going to kill her. She's like, you named it? Didn't you just ever see Christine? And I'm like, no. And I'm like, no. And I'm like, well, we're going to make sure that's the what, what's What's her or his name? It's Alice. Alice. Yeah, I named after the librarian from the first movie. Oh, nice. Yeah, you know, the one that gets scared by the ghost and getting (laughs) integrated. My uncle thought he was St. Jerome. I'd call that a big yes. (laughs) Um, But I'm I'm very excited about that. And speaking of movies, I have found a nerdy celebrity costume for the win. I saw it today. And gentlemen, I cannot tell you, especially... This is something all three of us would enjoy because we've seen this show. Uh, Leo, please cue the clip. Uh, That is, for everyone watching, that is Steve Irwin's son dressed as Loki from Loki with a legit alligator Loki. That is awesome. I'm sorry, that wins. Yeah, that definitely wins the internet this year. That wins the internet this year. I mean, he's got the patch. He's got the coat. And that's a legit alligator. This is like, oh, cool, little cute plushie. No offense to anyone who owns or has pre-owned an alligator plushie with Loki horns. <laughs> but that's a legit alligator. And, you know, call me crazy, but I look like that guy smiling. Yeah, look, he's having a good time. He's just a big old nerd. And he's like, look what I get to do. Yeah, exactly. You know, and... And, uh, you know, I saw that and I was like, oh, we gotta, we gotta talk about it. That is just fantastic. I mean, and on top of it, you know, you gotta give credit to, to Steve Irwin's kids. I mean, they've been holding his legacy down so oh, well yeah. for years. And, and, you know, again, I, I, I have no right to say this, um, but honestly, I feel he would have been really proud of everything they've done since his passing. I think they've really done such a great job to keep his legacy his spirit and everything alive and and to do their own thing with it but i see that and i'm like look at good parenting right there you know instead of whatever trash bag some other kids wearing so um yeah that's that's definitely a killer knocking out of this out of the park right I, i was like yeah that that wins for this week and there were a lot of superb costumes uh i saw did you guys dress up as anything or did you just homebodies homebody did me and uh angie do you guys watch what we do in the shadows yes we were we we were oh leo you have to start watching that show i I, yeah i know oh my god you leo it is so bingeable but it's so beautifully funny oh and and leo there's also a movie too um that preceded the whole series yeah, and it's great. And it's a Taika Watiti. Yeah, Taika Watiti. And yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, he's awesome. Oh yeah. And he's yeah. hot now. He's like one of the hottest fucking commodities in Hollywood right now. So, Rich, we were Naja and Laszlo. And what? I, I will send you a photo. It is we nailed it. It is so fun. Drew, did and, did you have some sort of dick out even if it was a fake dick? 
No, but I did have a toothpick in my pocket just in case I needed to switch and be Jackie Daytona. Oh, that uh, would have been awesome. Leo, you need to watch the show. But okay. we we had uh, people come over and because we had a little get together and people dressed up and it was like, wow. And it it was it was hilarious. We even had a, one of our friends showed up as Beetlejuice and Lydia from the cartoon. Um, but one of my friends was Morticia, one of my friends from the Squid Games. Um, one of my friends actually showed up and he, he was a, he looked, he was a biker guy, but he had, he had paid to have fake sleeves mm-hmm. on him. And I was like, I was like, you know, the whole time I was like, that's a good look. Like, like, he's like, how much is it going to cost? I said, it's going to be more than 15 bucks. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> like, you got two sleeves. That's three grand each arm, buddy. What? I, I don't know. I, 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 it is what he said. He was like, He's like, oh damn! And I'm like, yep. Better start saving up now. <laughs> but it, um, but yeah, no. But we did that, and uh, it was great. And Halloween, gotta love it. Although it's funny because I guess some people just assume after Halloween, it's like, oh, you know, I love these memes of of Mariah Carey waking up like Rita Repulsa on November first, and I'm just like, oh my god, guys, it's it. Why do you always forget the turkey? Like, <laughs> we, we started seeing Christmas commercials the day before Halloween. I know. I, I, I went into a store to get something for Halloween. They already had Christmas stuff. I, I was like, oh my God, guys, this is too soon. Like, back I, I, up. Got, I got saved this morning. I was in the parking lot of a spirit shop. Mm-hmm. And as we all know, 50% off. Oh, yeah. And uh, I got a call for a job, and it, it saved me from spending who knows what. <laughs> but I, I just I I see it, and I'm just like, yeah, we're just gonna skip Autumnal and just go straight to Winter Wonderland. And I'm just like, what month is it? Yeah. Well, you know, it keeps on getting earlier and earlier every year. And this year, you know, sales, uh, you know, they got to push what they can can because of the. Uh, you know, because there's going to be a limited stock this year. Leo, I like how you're you're just. It sounds like you're justifying it, but I know you're explaining it to me. But Sorry. still, damn you. Um. Yes. Speaking well, I, of- I mean, I used to work retail, and it was just funny every year. You know, uh, taking bets on, uh, you know, working in a mall. Yes, I was a mall rat, but like, how soon the deer would go up with the. Uh, Leo. You know. I, I worked at in the Panera. center of the mall or whatever. Leo, I work for a Panera Bread. Oh, um, back in the day. Okay, I've done. I did the morning shift. This is the face you would see making the coffee. <laughs> okay, I get it. I've yeah. done the Black Friday. But so uh, another one of my stupid stories. Um, snakes? Not no snakes. I was working okay. retail and I was trying to make extra money, so I got a part-time job working at the uh, GNC next door. And I figured, hey, it's right next door. So uh, I was working at Software, et cetera, and GNC. Um, and I was opening up Software, et cetera, and I got a call saying, oh, we, we can't make it. Can you open up GNC for us? So I had to run back and forth between the two stores. Luckily, the mall was dead because I was like the only person like there. And it, it, it was fucked up. Yeah. 
I'm lucky nobody stole anything. What, what, what's, like, Leo, what sitcom are you from? Like, I, I'm I'm hearing like Benny Hill music as I imagine you like, oh, there's a customer. Oh, hi there. Welcome to GNC. How can how can we help you? So, you know. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh thanks for coming in. Great. And back to the other place. How can I help you? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I, there's someone at the other store looks exactly like me. Yeah. It's been, it, it causes a lot of issues during my birthday. <laughs> you know, nope, nope. Different Leo Pond. It's actually Leo Pond. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I mean, it was slow. There was only a couple customers per store, so it was just yeah. It was it was. So, so I, there are two things. One, I want to round out um, something I saw that was really awesome. I'm a little excited about, but I'm I'm very lukewarm about. Uh, there is a new Marvel event coming called Timeless. Oh. Um, which I I don't really know much about. I do know it's going to involve Kang the Conqueror, which is of course usually Marvel tying into the fact that. He, I guess, is going to be the next MCU baddie. Um, there was an image scene, because, uh, you know, Kang, Time Traveler and whatnot, where you saw Thanos, the big bad Thanos, wielding Mjolnir, Thor's hammer, but it has the Infinity Stones embedded in it, which I got to be honest with you, like, although I feel like Marvel has very often defaulted to Thanos being essentially the dark side of uh, Marvel, that was pretty cool because I've never seen that. But can you imagine Mjolnir, Infinity Stones, Thanos? I was like, that's that's a big threat. So it's, uh, it's a special one-shot from writer Jed McKay, artist Kev Walker, Greg Land, Mark Bagley. Mm-hmm. Yep. First glimpse into what's to come next year, including new developments for the X Men, Daredevil, Venom, and Avengers. Yep. So, right. So I thought that was super dope. Um, so just want to let you all know, keep an eye out for that because that'll be super cool. And props if anyone does that. Um, and then, gentlemen, let us end talking about the other great trailer recently, Boba Fett. Ah, Star Wars. Leo, I'll let you take this one because it is the way. Oh, it, it, yeah. It, it's, uh, I, I have to say, you know, it, I love Boba Fett, but I'm not, I'm not sold on it yet. I know it's going to be awesome, but it's just the mm-hmm. trailer. We, he's back on Tatooine. Right. It, it you know, the, uh, you know, obviously, Jabba's dead. The he's, the he's running Jabba shop. Yeah, he's got all the captains of uh, Jabba at his table. Yeah, all letting him crime, know crime what's works. what. Yeah, and he's not going to rule with an iron hand. That he's going to rule with a respect hand and a gun. So, what did you guys get out of it? I, there's definitely enough there to keep me interested. Uh, Mandalorian is truly i think one of my favorite star wars properties to me that's what saved star wars for me is so thank you john favreau again and dave filoni got to give both of them credit for that um i'm gonna give it an honest try um i loved how they brought boba back in mandalorian i'm excited that he didn't die because i think would have been so easy um 
I love that. Uh, I think it's Ming Na Wen. Her character is still alive. Um, I still love that. I'm like, wow, look, Mulan ends up being a bounty hunter working with Boba Fett. That's pretty dope. Um, I'm all for expanding more of the Star Wars universe this way. Smaller, comprehensive stories. Um, let's make the villains heroes for a bit, you know? And I, 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 I feel that Ashoka and I think there's Rangers, right, Leo? What's the other shows? Rangers of the something, something. Well, you have um, Obi-Wan. Right. Um, there's, they're continuing Clone Wars. Okay. But you know what I'm thinking of, right? There's another, there was another show. Yeah, I'm getting the list right. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, Mandalorian, Book of Bo uh, Boba Fett, Andor, uh, mm. Obi-Wan, The Acolyte, Ahsoka. Okay. Uh, Rangers of the New Republic. That's there you go. There you go. That's right. And so, supposedly a Lando series as well. But here's the thing. What I, again, get worried about that. is we had something good. And then we're. it's kind of like what we're going to do is the Marvel thing. This one good thing. 10 spinoffs. And I'm like, okay. Did you guys ever build a pyramid? One block at a time. Unless you're aliens and you want to just drop the whole thing on the earth. I'm like, okay, there you go. Don't ask me how I did it. Legos. Um, well, I mean, the good thing about it is, is it's going to be different timelines, you know? So you're going to be tying into, you know, uh, different movies um and we can definitely get different stories out of it and uh yeah i, I think if they switch it up enough is we're not going to get burnt out like we got with star trek you know star trek every now and then gets like totally burnt out because they launch too many series but they do it like all at once uh we're, we're on the cusp of that right now because there are multiple star trek series going on right now but so far they're all incredible um well, I, I gotta say, um, coming into this and being excited about this, I, I'm super excited about this because I had not that I, I I dislike the last few. I know some people like some of them, lots of them, but like the last two or three Star Wars movies, they were enjoyable. But I mean, I know they're they're made for kids. The whole Star Wars movies are made for kids, and we are far from kids anymore. Um, mm -hmm. But there, we have this childhood love of these first three movies. Right. And with the Mandalorian and what Dave Filoni has done with the first two seasons and multiple directors and just the writing and the story, I'm excited to see whatever he's putting out right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and whatever universe he constructs, if it is 60%, if it's 50% as good as the Mandalorian, I think I'm going to love it. Um, so for that reason alone, and continuing those two characters um, Ming, of Ming-Na Wen and Boba Fett from The Mandalorian into their own spinoff series and continuing the storyline on Tatooine, I, I just, I'm, I'm all for it. I, I, I am, cannot wait for it to come out. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm all for it as well. I mean, I, I'm a child who enjoys Star Trek and Star Wars. I could never choose. I grew up in a house of both. Um, Listen, I'm just, my critique is very simple. Take your time, 
tell good stories, take smart risks. You know, that's the best way I can put it. Take your time, do it take, right. Right. You do it, baby. Do Thank it you. Nice. Thank you. Thank you, Rich. That was that was horrifying. Um, but it, it in the end, listen, guys, it's it's Star Wars. There's good and there's bad. You know, no matter how bad it is, it can't be Ewoks. That's all I'm gonna say. So 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 what do you feel about Hayden Christian uh coming back for two series? Fine. If he can redeem himself, it was fine. Again, the person I don't blame for those movies is him. I blame George Lucas. Okay. Let's just be honest here. Like some of that, sometimes it is the actor, you know, but sometimes it's what they're given. And in that case, that was all George Lucas. Okay. You know, and he can be as bitter and have as many feelings as he's entitled to about it. And I'm like, George, we gave you the keys. You crashed the car three times. Okay. More, more than that. Okay. You know what, Leo? Leo I was being nice. Okay. Because I don't know if he's listening. Okay? I have one word to say to that. Uh-huh. McClunky. McClunky. You monster. <laughs> so before we go, I do want to ask, have you guys been reading anything that you definitely want to recommend? Because I actually have something. So. Uh, I've just been getting caught up with uh, with Batman. You know, it's just uh, just been binging, you know, uh, volume three. Uh, and I'm up, up to, I think, issue 104 right now. Nice. And, yeah, and if you're not anything? reading Joker, you should definitely be reading Joker. Oh, uh, that comes out this week. Uh, the uh, They turned it into a graphic novel, so all the issues in one. So uh, if you missed it, you can pick up the graphic novel. Is that, Rich, that's the James Tynion one, the, right? The one that followed after um, Joker War, Joker. right? That yes, was good. Correct. Yes, I'm enjoying it. I, yeah. I wasn't sure I was going to at first, but I, I am. I think what it's like six or seven issues in, something like that. Yeah, I, I heard it definitely, definitely really James is honing in on that horror aspect. Um, I think he, I think he talked about it being like kind of having Joker and Gordon having like a. a yeah, it's a really interesting movement. relationship and dynamic yeah. between the two of them. Absolutely mm -hmm. true. Nice. It's um, worth a read. Okay, I'll definitely check that out. And uh, I've actually been rereading something old, um, something similar to you guys do uh, during the pandemic. I resolved myself to start reading more comics, um, not just reading co more comics. I mean, I, I generally read every day. Um, comics I've been meaning to do. So because of COVID and when you're unemployed, you have a lot of time. Um, I got to read The Boys. I got to read all of Invincible before the show. Um, I've been catching up on a lot of really great series. Uh, I've actually almost finished with Brian Azzarello's run of Wonder Woman. And I got honestly, I've never really read a full run of Wonder Woman. And that was really good for a Wonder Woman story with a really unique take on Greek mythology and whatnot. Um, I do recommend if you really want to give it a shot, it's worth it. Uh, Brian Azzarello, Cliff Chang, all the other artists they worked with. They did a good job within the context of the new 52, which as we all know, was very much a mixed bag. Yeah. There were some real gems and then there was some real turds. So, um, but it was, 
it's actually been nice. What, what am I going to read next? I don't know. Something will hit me. Yeah. But And uh, I just want to say real quick, uh, quick congratulations to the uh, Queen of Bats, uh, Athena Finger, who is, of course, the granddaughter of uh, the great Bill Finger, who, of Indeed. course, uh, helped uh, Batman come to fruition. And uh, she is now engaged to a cosplayer I know down in Florida wow. um, named Rick Stafford. And uh, he does Aquaman. He's been doing Aquaman and Iron Aquaman, Armored wow. Aquaman for years now. Good for him. I mean, you can kind of tell. Look at underneath that coat. You know, yeah. that's definitely yeah. some Aquaman pattern. Yeah, right yeah, there. yeah. So so they, they just got engaged uh, within the last week. So congratulations to them. And uh, I'm hoping I should probably reach out to Rick, see if we can either have uh, one or both of them on together. Oh, That'd my awesome. God. That would be amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, definitely one to be like, hey, guys, what are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm interviewing uh, Bill Finger's daughter on my podcast. Your night sucks. Yeah. <laughs> How do you like that bat signal? How about those apples? Boom. So congratulations to them. And, uh, you know, of course, warm tidings from the splash pages. Hey, all the nerds. Yeah. All right. So, Leo, uh, yeah. what? So just so we could let them know. So maybe if they want to read and send slide comments next time, what are we reading next week? Uh, Actually, aren't I in charge of that now, Leo? Yes, you oh, are. Right. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Right. So, Drew, actually, I want to spend to you because you have you have been so patient, and I I want you to pick a Starman series for us to do next week. He's gonna cry. Oh my god! Hold on, hold on. I I, I feel like he wants to chime in, but he is a figure, so he cannot. I'm sorry. So we're going to be discussing a Starman story arc. Yes, I would. I would like you to pick a Starman story arc. Since I'm since I'm in charge, my first job, of course, is to delegate. And thank you, Rich, for reminding me about that. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. I'll just let you know when I'm in charge, Leo. Don't you worry. Oh, you're I'm, always in charge, my friend. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, we are all equal here, Leo. Even you, the 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 monkey behind the board i like how oh, you said you. that i saw your cat walk walk non yeah 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 that, that's, that's the bob bob bud yeah i was like okay um i will i will give it an honest day and i will let you know all right well we're looking forward <laughs> right. to it indeed all right so i guess yes jeremy please you could read with us and please why don't you come on with us next week and read and and chat with us so you, you, you don't have to just see your commentary on the side you could be our guest host mm -hmm. our ghost uh, if you will hey yeah. so uh i will say this everyone uh we had a we had a lot going on with our guests normally our episodes aren't this long uh but we do have a guest so we 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 let him talk a little as you could tell he was very succinct um but thank you for sticking with us and by sticking with us and you i mean jeremy thank you <laughs> you get most comments in one session. We'll yes. send you the award in the mail. Not really. Um, so, Leo, are we doing this thing where we say where where people can find us? Yeah, totally. So, uh, Drew, where do you like people interacting with you on these socials? Facebook, Instagram. Um, yeah, places, things, objects. No, but all seriousness, I'm on Facebook. 
I'm on Instagram, Ghostbusterman1984. I'm still writing for Screen Rant. Um, look me up, whatever. I still do a lot of stuff with the Dorkening. I'm working with um, Chris from this uh, spectacular Spider-Man podcast on things. I'm just generally busy. But if you send a message, I'll probably get back to you and apologize profusely. And we'll have a conversation and then you'll get rid of me eventually too. So look forward to the process. Awesome. Have a joker. Uh, well, you can find me on Facebook as Rich Davis. Um, previously known as Connecticut Joker. You could always Google that. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Instagram, Velvet Joker 2021. Other than that, you don't, you, you don't really want to get a hold of me. For what? Here I be. Here I talk to you every Tuesday. Happy to chat with you. Something interesting? Absolutely. Hit me up. But other than that, leave me the hell alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, I want to thank everybody for watching. And uh, Jeremy says, uh, not sure my phone will allow such a thing, but we can test it out. We can definitely test it out. Just reach out to me, Jeremy. And he says, I was playing video games. You kept me entertained, plus now aware of a few things. Awesome. Uh, for me, just Google Leo Pond. You find a bunch of stuff. Could be true, could be not. I'm not going to say which is which. But more importantly, follow these awesome people. Drew and Rich are awesome people. They, you know, you, you know, just just go follow them. I run a little thing called the Dorkening Podcast Network. We got about 40 shows on the network. A lot of awesome people doing a lot of awesome stuff. And we have some cool things coming in next year. And uh, with that, we'll catch you guys later. This Peace is out. Way.